fly around. Little green peas from the ground. Buttermilk biscuits, nice and brown. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Butter beans, peas, beets, and chard. Chickens running in the yard. Catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop 'em black gang candy stripes. Look at 'em loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show produced from East Tennessee, dedicated to the people of the state of Tennessee who produce, prepare, and preserve regional foods, Appalachian food traditions, and agricultural products from Tennessee. This is your hostess and producer, Amy Campbell. And our theme song was sung by Emmy Sunshine, and she is from Madisonville, Tennessee. This morning, we are setting the table with pickles all sorts of pickles, and a mass of different guests. We'll hear from Mary D.D. Constantine, the happily retired food editor from the Knottsville New Sentinel, and she'll share tips on canning and things to keep in mind when we're home canning to help keep our pickles crispy. Fred Sossman shares he and his wife Jill Sossman's overnight pickle recipe, and they've been making this for over 25 years. And also Fred Sossman, he's a professor of Appalachian Studies up at ETSU, and he's going to share a potluck radio segment with a very talented young bluegrass musician and writer for the magazine Bluegrass Today and graduate of the East Tennessee State University Appalachian Studies Department, Mr. John Goad, and John is going to share his family's tradition of Christmas or party pickles that come by way of his late grandmother, Vena Goad, and that's out of Blair's Gap of Hawkins County, Tennessee, and I've got a recipe for squash pickles to share with you using yellow summer squash by way of Linda Rogers Weiss, and she's from South Carolina. And then I'll share with you my own great-grandmother's recipe for pickled watermelon rind. Her name was Ollie McElroy, and she lived in Mississippi. We are just so happy to have your good company here today, and we thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy this show. All right, now let's get started. Let's first hear from Mary Dee Dee Constantine. She's that happily retired food editor for the Knoxville New Sentinel. She's got basset hounds and grandbabies, and uh, this woman can cook. And she's going to now share with us some wisdom while we're doing our home canning. Pickling fresh fruits and vegetables is a great way to enjoy summer's bounty. But the quality of your finished product begins with the quality of the fruit and vegetables that you use. Avoid using bruised or overripe foods and never use the waxed supermarket produce. When making pickles, always discard a slice from the blossom end of the fresh cucumber as it contains an enzyme 
that causes excessive softening of pickles. And never use salt that contains iodine as it makes the brine cloudy and could change the color and texture of the product. Although there may seem to be a lot of steps to sterilizing your jars, cutting corners could not only cause an improperly sealed jar, but it could also jeopardize your health. This is Mary Constantine with the Tennessee Farm Table. And you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and uh, we're talking about pickles today. Let's now hear from Fred Sossman and he and his wife, Jill Sossman's overnight pickle recipe. We've been making overnight pickles for over 25 years. There's no canning involved, and you can start enjoying these quickly prepared cucumbers within hours. The recipe is adapted from Jack Daniels' The Spirit of Tennessee Cookbook, published in 1988, and written by Pat Mitchamore and Lynn Tolley. Lynn is the great-grandniece of the famed whiskey maker Jack Daniel. She is his closest surviving relative. Not only does Lynn Tolley know Tennessee whiskey, she knows a whole lot about food with a degree in home economics and nutrition from the University of Georgia. Lynn runs one of Tennessee's finest restaurants, Miss Mary Bobo's Boarding House in Lynchburg, Tennessee, where each table has a local hostess who gets the conversation started by asking all the diners at the table where they're from. Dining at Miss Mary's is a celebration of the goodness of the Tennessee table. To make these overnight pickles, peel and slice about six medium cucumbers and two small onions. In a saucepan, combine the following ingredients. A quarter cup of sugar, one cup of apple cider vinegar or white vinegar, one teaspoon of dill seed, one teaspoon of mustard seed, one teaspoon of celery seed, one tablespoon of salt, and one-half teaspoon of cream of tartar. You bring that mixture to a boil and boil it for about one minute. Then pour it over the cucumbers and onions. Pour everything into a non-reactive bowl or jar, cover it, and marinate in the refrigerator overnight. These overnight pickles will be ready to eat the next day. For the Tennessee Farm Table, I'm Fred Sausman. And up next is Fred Sausman's Potluck Radio Series with a very talented young bluegrass musician, contributor to Bluegrass Today online magazine, and graduate of the ETSU Appalachian Studies Department, Mr. John Goad. He's going to share his family's traditional surprise pickle recipe. This is Potluck Radio. I'm Fred Sausman. In the Blair's Gap community of Hawkins County, Tennessee, the late Vena Goad was famous for her red pickles. Fortunately, her grandson, musician John Goad, learned her technique. It was just a family tradition. They always had Christmas pickles or party pickles. 
what she called them more commonly. They had to can whatever they could to get through the winter. And so it was a way of preserving cucumbers. Party pickles is the best alternative to cranberry sauce that we have in Blair's Gap. They're oversized cucumbers. About the time that they're going to start to turn yellow and you know, obviously get soft, uh, the seeds in them are huge at that point. And so what you do is you, is you take them and instead of just throwing them out, you peel them, you core them, get all the seeds out. And so you're left with like a meat ring of that, of that cucumber still. Or you can, you can slice it or however you want to do it, but you're, you have to core them and get the seeds out and peel them. Once you do that, it's a two or three day process combined with soaking in alum and cinnamon oil and, and this and that and the other and um obviously some some bright red food coloring to where uh in a two or three days you end up with with pickles that in my family have always been a substitute for for cranberry sauce i don't know of anybody else that makes them other than my immediate family they're they're super crispy they're soaked in alum twice and so when you bite into them it's almost like biting into a fresh cucumber or something out of the garden i mean they're they're literally they have that sort of snap to them you can use either cinnamon sticks or just a, a very small amount of cinnamon oil potluck radio is a production of wets in johnson city tennessee i'm fred saucman And you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. And you've just heard from John Curtis Goad and the New Hawkins County Grass. And that's from the northeastern part of the state of Tennessee. And we heard their song, Regina. And also, he shared with us his grandmother, Vena Goad's surprise pickle story by way of Fred Sossman at Johnson City. And up next is a friend that I've made through Fred Sausman. Her name is Linda Rogers Weiss, and she's from South Carolina. And uh, on a visit in South Carolina back in 2015, we were waiting in the parking lot of Martha Lou's kitchen, waiting for Martha Lou and her daughter to open up for lunch. And I jotted down how Linda likes to make her yellow squash bread and butter pickles. And so here is that recipe. Here are your ingredients that you'll need to get. Eight cups of thinly sliced yellow summer squash. Two cups thinly sliced Vidalia or white onion. Two tablespoons of salt. Kosher is good, but don't use iodized salt because iodized salt will make your pickles mushy. You'll want two and one half cups of cider vinegar. Three cups of sugar two teaspoons of celery seed, two teaspoons mustard seed, and four sweet bell peppers that are thinly sliced. And here's a few notes about that. Linda makes note that a large grocery store or market pepper these days is about the size of two of our little sweet peppers from the garden. And some people just don't like the taste of the sweet pepper in this recipe. So she omits the sweet pepper from her recipe and she uses extra squash and onions instead of the four bell sweet peppers. And here's how you put it together. First you combine your squash and your onions and if you're using peppers put those together. You sprinkle those with the salt and you set that aside for an hour. After an hour you drain off that liquid and leave that leave that be and then over on the stove in a saucepan combine your vinegar, your sugar, celery seed, mustard seed, bring it to a hard boil, and then add your squash mixture. 
bring this to a boil. You'll want to use pint canning jars that have been boiled and sanitized for 15 minutes. Then you pack the cucumber mixture into these sterilized pint canning jars and then put your lids on and your bands. You process in boiling water bath canner at 212 degrees for five minutes. And she also writes, always follow manufacturer's canning directions for safe canning and food storage. This will make two pint jars. And you can find this recipe posted on the podcast notes, tennesseefarmtable.com. And you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. Today we are talking about pickles. And we just covered Linda Rogers Weiss's bread and butter yellow squash pickles. And up next, I want to share with you a recipe from my great-grandmother. Her name was Ollie McElroy. She was a tiny little lady who I remember killing a snake with a hoe out by her fish pond. She lived in Mississippi and was a Methodist minister's wife and had seven children. And she always had coconut-covered marshmallows in a cookie jar on her kitchen counter. And she made watermelon rind pickles. And so I make these to keep my great-grandmother's Mississippi food memory alive. So here is how you make watermelon rind pickles. The whole idea is just to not throw anything away. And these things are so good. First off, you want to make a brine. You will use one-fourth a cup of kosher salt to every quart of water. And again, kosher salt is what you want. You don't want iodized salt because that makes your pickles mushy. So you'll need plenty of kosher salt. You'll need four pounds of watermelon rind, two cups of white vinegar, two cups of water, four cups of sugar, three cinnamon sticks, and I break them in half because this recipe makes six pints and you want one little half of a cinnamon stick in every pint jar, one teaspoon of whole cloves, one teaspoon of whole allspice, and one lemon that's sliced in six pretty little slices. And here's how you prepare the watermelon rind. You'll want to pare that rind and peel away the pink portion and the green rind. And you'll want to cut these pieces into one by two inch segments that are about one inch thick or three-fourths by one inch cubes. So you'll want to weigh about four pounds of those and you soak that rind overnight in the brine in the refrigerator. And again, it's one-fourth cup kosher salt to each quart of water to make your brine. Next morning, you drain and wash your watermelon rind two times. Then in a big pot on the stove, you'll want to put all the ingredients except for the watermelon rind and boil that for five minutes, a good hard boil. Add the rind a few at a time and cook until the rind is clear, and then you simmer it about 30 minutes. You then pack it in sterilized jars and cover it with boiling syrup and seal it. And be sure to leave a few loose cloves and one half stick of cinnamon in each jar and a pretty slice of lemon in each jar for a good look and taste. And, of course, follow your manufacturer's directions on your jars for canning and safe canning and self-food storage. And so there you have it, Ollie McElroy's Pickled Watermelon Rind. I've taken a picture of my recipe card, the front and back, and I put it on the podcast notes, 
TennesseeFarmTable.com and you can easily just print that out if you want to make you some watermelon rind pickles. And you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. And I hope you've heard some pickle recipes that might help you preserve some of this goodness from the garden that we have right now. And again, if you couldn't jot all that stuff down, don't worry. I've got it all posted, TennesseeFarmTable.com. And also, I've put a link to Linda Roger Weiss's food blog on the website. Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. It has been an honor to have your good company. We always love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or through the website, TennesseeFarmTable.com. I'd sure love to hear from you and swap some recipes and stories. Big thanks to Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee for the musical arrangement and singing and recording of our theme song, for updated appearances, schedule, news, and her new recording. Connect with Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.